Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're studying the Word of God. God's Word has been given to us for our use, for our information, for our guidance, so we can know about God and know how to be His people. We're working our way through 3 John. This is episode 58, and today we're looking at 3 John, verses 9 and 10. John writes, I wrote something to the church. But Diophrophes, who loves to have first place among them, does not receive our authority. This is why, if I come, I will remind him of the works he is doing, slandering us with malicious words. And he is not satisfied with that. He not only refuses to welcome fellow believers, but even stops those who want to do so and expels them from the church. Well, John is writing some words of correction here. He's writing the letter to Gaius. And Gaius, he is commended for his steadfastness in the truth, in true doctrine, and the fact that his life reflects the truth that he believes. He's commended Gaius for how he has taken in and cared for traveling missionaries, traveling evangelists, provided lodging, food, and maybe even monetary support, and said that's something that we should all do. Now he shifts to this guy, Diophrephes. We don't really know much about him other than this brief mention in Third John. He's nowhere else in the New Testament. We have no other writings that address him. But he seems to have some position of authority in a church. Now, is it the same church that Gaius is part of? I don't know. Uh, some people think not. Um, I, I don't think we can really tell. He says that he had written something to this church... So apparently he had sent a previous letter to this church, and he sent the letter. It was carried by uh, some emissaries from John, whether these were traveling missionaries, uh, and they carried this letter to the church. We don't really know, but somebody carried this letter to the church. And whoever this guy is, Diophrephes, he rejected them. He rejected the missionaries who carried the letter, and he rejected John himself. He says that he loves to have first place among them. So this is a guy who has some a position of authority in the church, and he likes it. And he thinks a little bit too highly of himself. So we see issues of pride, arrogance, ambition. It's his church, and he wants to run the church the way he wants to run the church, and he's in charge. So this is this is contrary to scripture um, you know in the scripture we see words about let, let him who is first be last and uh, whenever anybody wants to have a place of authority Jesus uh, slaps him down and says no you should not be seeking the position of authority you should be following my example and being a servant Jesus uh, demonstrated this at the Last Supper when he washed the disciples feet and demonstrated that just throughout his ministry as he served others, even though here he is God, God in the flesh, he takes on the role of a servant. He said, I did not come to be served, but to serve. And he told his disciples that you should follow by example. So uh, this Diophrephes is, uh, well, not following that example. He is a little too full of himself and likes to be in charge. Not just does he like to be in charge, but he says, 
John says that he does not receive our authority. This is pretty serious here when you refuse to accept the authority of John the Elder, John the Apostle, John the Son of Thunder, John the disciple whom Jesus loved, John the author of the Gospel of John, Revelation, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, that John, and Diophrephes rejects his authority. Well, that's a pretty dangerous place to be. We don't know why. We don't know if there's a misunderstanding, if it's a, a power grab, if it's a disagreement in doctrine. We don't know what the issue is, but John says, he rejects my authority. And John's got authority. And that's why in verse 10 he says, that's why if I come, I'll remind him of the works he's doing. I mean, that sounds like, don't make me come down there, because I will, and you won't like it. So John says, you know, if I have to, I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to deal with him. I will remind him of the works he is doing. Now, John may be an old man, but I don't think I want to go up against John toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe and uh, see who, who can come out ahead here. John gives four charges here. I'll remind him of the works he's doing. One slandering us with malicious words. So this diaphrophes is, is slandering John and John's uh, compatriots. Malicious words. So he, he's being, um, well, untruthful and saying untruthful things and, and pretty vicious things, malicious. So slander or gossip. And he's not satisfied with that. Here's the second charge. He not only refuses to welcome fellow believers, this is the, the thing that Gaius is commended for, that he welcomes fellow believers, even people he doesn't know. He welcomes them into his home. He takes care of them. He supports them and supports their ministry. So the first charge is that he is slandering John. Second charge, he doesn't welcome fellow believers. He's inhospitable. Third charge, he even stops those who want to do so. So he not only is a, has a lack of hospitality himself, but he won't allow other people to extend hospitality. And then the fourth charge, and expels them from the church. Wow. He not only refuses to give hospitality, he prohibits others from extending hospitality. And if you do try to show hospitality, he will kick you out of the church. Now, we don't know the details here. Maybe he thinks he's doing what it says in 2 John. Because remember in 2 John, uh, the apostle said, don't support the false teachers. Don't lend them any support. If you have false teachers traveling through, don't give them room aboard. Don't give them money. Don't support them because in doing so, you were supporting the Antichrist. You are supporting the false teachers. You are in opposition to the gospel by supporting false teachers. Perhaps that's what's at play here. Maybe it's a doctrinal thing and the people he's refusing to support, he doesn't think they're preaching truth. And, and because of that, he's prohibiting anybody from supporting them. We just don't know. But these seem to be people who been sent by John, and so uh, we don't know what, what his beef is, 
But if John has sent them and John's now mad that you're not supporting them, I think John's given an endorsement to their teaching. So there's a challenge here. You know, who, who do you believe? How do you know the truth? When it comes to supporting ministries, uh, we don't have so much traveling itinerant uh, evangelists and missionaries that, that we had before, but how do we know who to support? How do we know that we're, we're not doing what John prohibits in, in Second John and supporting false teachers, but how do we know that we're doing what John prohibits here in Third John and, and not supporting the correct teachers? Well, it goes back to the Word of God. Is this ministry faithfully supporting good doctrine? And if it's not, then don't lend it support. And so there's always that background question. Just because something sounds good doesn't necessarily mean you should be supporting it. Is it a good ministry? What's it actually doing? Is it just doing good things or is it actually proclaiming the gospel to the lost? Not that we can't support good ministries that that aren't necessarily uh, proclaiming the gospel, but we better definitely make sure we're not supporting ministries that are proclaiming a false gospel. So we've got to be very careful in who we're supporting. That means we have to be informed. We have to open our eyes and look. And it also means we have to know the truth ourselves. The, The best defense against error is to know the truth. We can't know every error. We can't know every false teaching. We can't know everything is being done wrong. But if we know the truth, we recognize when something doesn't line up with the truth. That's why we need to know the Word of God. That's why we're studying the Word of God here. And and thank you for uh, joining me as we travel along looking at the, the Word of God. So we can know the truth. We can know the truth and we can live out that truth loving one another. That's what Diaphrates is guilty of. There seems to be a problem with him with truth, and there's definitely a problem with him with loving one another. Well, thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working our way through Third John.